Free Talk Live. Phones open. If you want to join us, you can. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. You can bring up anything that you want to discuss in the studio with you tonight. It's Ian. And Conan. Coming up, the latest tyranny in Australia. We'll tell you the next insane step that they're going to be taking there. Everyone's starting to pull back, but Australia and New Zealand, they're still playing it rough. They're playing it hard. They're doubling, tripling down. Uh, It's pretty ugly. Of course, we talked in detail about the trucker convoy, uh, Freedom Convoy, up there in Ottawa last night. If you've got any updates on that, maybe you're actually there in Ottawa and you want to weigh in, you're welcome to join us here, of course. It's Ian. And Conan. The number is 603-283-6160. And uh, let's get into your story tonight, Conan. You've got something about leaky vaccines. Yeah, this is actually something that I've wanted to talk about for a good long time now. Okay. And, of course, I took a month off. And, of course, you know, we get talking about other things. Um, because this, we, we always talk about what this is all about. We have, we have uh, suspicions. You know, the biggest one of being, of course, uh, th- there are a lot of people making money off of this, off of this event. Off of sure. this, you know, this pandemic everybody's selling masks they're making big money oh of you better believe it vaccine now, now, providers now they got a brand spanking new mask i don't know if you've seen these new what are they m n95s the, those the real aren't ones? new right those are well i mean but it but the the meme is out there that the uh, the new the new mask to wear is these new pointed m95 masks uh otherwise you you did you didn't get the the memo Oh, yeah, yeah. They finally, the, the leftists and the mainstream have been admitting that the cloth masks just don't work. So yeah, now yeah, you've got to yeah. spend more money to buy the, you know, the, the right. fancier and masks. And they're just, they're just one step closer to, to damn plague doctor masks. Yeah. You know, give it another six months and that'll be the new virtue signaled mask. Well, actually, I've had a story in relation to that for the last couple of weeks. The headline was uh, out of Los Angeles, students are now required to wear non-cloth face masks as of a week ago. There you go. So they're putting it down. I've seen at least the last two weeks. It's like everyone who was just wearing those regular old cloth masks, they've all upgraded. Mm. All the ones who are true believers. Yes, of course. Yeah. But uh, so so all right, we know people are making money off of this. Some of the other some of the other theories are that uh, well, you know, you have you have powerful people out there who believe that there are too many people on this planet. That's not a theory. Those people exist, they exist, and they are out of the. You know, they're they're out regarding their opinions. They're not like they've been, hiding. They've them. been talking about it forever. Bill uh, Gates is one of them, isn't he? I, absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Of course. You know, uh, and he's been he's been talking about depopulation and that there are too many people eating e- eating up too mm-hmm. many too many resources, and that uh, and vaccines will help alleviate that problem. Right. And now, 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 if you break it down, he means that. Uh, bringing people out of third world situations, you know, the countries that are having 10 kids each, each family, because, you know, half of them die. Uh, He's talking about, I guess, uh, uh, lifting those people up out of their situation by vaccinating them so that they don't need to make as many kids. I don't buy it for a second, mm-hmm. but that's the the believers will say that's what he meant when he came out years ago and said, "Yeah, uh, we have too many people on this planet. That's why we need to vaccinate." I mean, mm. I, that's like almost word for word. So when people say that, it's like, well, uh, what what do you really mean by that? Are, are the vaccines killing people? All right, so you have that crowd. You have the you have the depopulationists, 
And then you also have the Klaus slobs out there, the Schwabs. The World Economic Forum founder. Who, who want to build back better. And this is a perfect event. This pandemic is a perfect mm-hmm. opportunity to just break everything down so that they could do just that. Build right. back better. You'll own nothing and you'll be happy. And you'll be happy. That's be what eating, they said you'll be in eating 2016. Your, you'll be eating your bugs. You'll be living in your pod. You won't. <laughs> uh, you won't own anything. You'll rent everything. Everything mm-hmm. will be delivered to you, and you'll be happy. But Klaus Schwab will be very, very wealthy, and he'll have uh, absolutely, mansions absolutely, and, yeah. like he already does. Right. All right. Now here's another idea. Now, we're talking about the big pharma's making a lot of money off of this, but we all know uh, big pharma doesn't make money off of healthy people. That's 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 not that's not their game. They, no, they, they want you hooked on their drugs they need for their li- your sick life. People. So, I mean, if the vaccine actually works, then they are out of a customer. So right. we've so we've cured you. You're good to go, and that's it. We don't get this. We don't get to make any more vaccines yeah. for you. We might be able to make some for the next generation. Right. The, Back the in the day when we were growing up, you used to get a vaccine and you're done. That's it. Done for life. So now this is where I'm going with this. Because, now they want you coming back because and back and because back. obviously the vaccines aren't working. They're or talking about they? they're talking about boosters. Well, exactly. That's that's where we're going. So the, <laughs> they're so, not working to stop the virus, but they're working to enrich their pushers. Exactly. Now, all right. Let's step back a little bit. Let me mm-hmm. talk about where where this is all going. I've been raising chickens for uh, almost nine years now. Mm-hmm. I've had all kinds of. I, I'm, I consider myself to be pretty pretty experienced keeping them alive, uh, you know, and and uh, uh, you know, as a as an urban farmer. Got it. One thing that I have dealt with, uh, the probably, I, of course, wildlife. You know, I've had skunk attacks. Right. Uh, I had a wool, I had a coyote in there one time. Um, Believe, and I, by the way, I said skunks. You know, people out there are like, yeah, skunks don't eat chickens. Oh, yeah, they do. It's, mm. it's, it's. I've, had, I've lost more chickens to skunks than I have wow. raccoon, uh, coyote, and a, and a bear attack. You got a game time. camera up, right? That's how you know. Oh, you can. I can. I, 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 uh, I was out there, and he was still at it. Oh, wow! You caught him in the act. Caught him in the act two both times. Damn. Uh, so caught him in the act. Uh, tw- uh twenty-two caliber to the back of the head, and he's buried. <laughs> okay. So other than. Uh, wildlife attacks the other uh, uh, situation I've had to deal with is disease mm-hmm, sure you know the best and but the best way to prevent that is to keep a clean coop clean food clean water mm-hmm. and to keep your and to keep old nasty sick chickens away and you know act, to actually take them out of the herd th- out of the flock and cull them got it so what disease am I talking about that is basically uh, uh, re- reduced uh, huge numbers of my chickens is something called Merrick's disease hmm now, it's a really, really nasty way to go, and it's noticeable because basically it's a uh, it's it, it's a it, it's it's a herpes type disease that affects the uh, organs and especially the brain and the brain stem of the chickens, and basically turns their brains to mush. Oof. So and it, and it's quick. I mean, it's like a ten. You, they get it and they're dead in ten days. Wow. You go out there and you can and you'll see it too. All that everyone will come out to get their feed, and there'll be one in there just kind of just sitting there looking at you. And it's like, what's going on here? Mm. And they'll try to get up and they just do a face plant. They just wow. fall over. And then that's day one. And then 12 hours after that, they're laying. They can't lift their head. They're just laying in their own, you know, yeah, you know their own filth. They can't lift their So they basically go, They par- it, it paralyzes them and it kills them in a, in a matter of 24 hours. It's wow. just really nasty. So it's, 
And this usually happens in my case, in my flock, it usually happens to really, really young chicks hmm. and to the older, the older birds. Now, there is a vaccine for this, for the Merrick's disease. And uh, usually when you buy your chicks from the hatchery, uh, especially if you're buying them from big tractor supply or agware places like this, those chicks are coming in. They're they're pre-vaccinated. They're, they're either vaccinated in the in the egg in ova, mm-hmm. or they you can get the one day old, the one day chick vaccine, which is basically mm-hmm. a syringe in the back of the neck. Uh, and this is stuff that you can buy online readily. Um, last year, I started introducing my own birds. I do have I have a rooster. I have two roosters now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they're doing their they're doing their jobs. And uh, uh, I have basically uh, just put the last hatched hatchery birds in the freezer uh, about two months ago. So now every bird on my property is uh, was raised uh, on my property. They're all they're all uh, something called that's uh, a black um, Australorp, which is a really I, I'm thinking I've tried up diff- a lot of different birds over the years, and this is the bird I'm going to stick with. Okay. But like I said, uh, over the years I have just gone out there, and it's just a bird just laying there. Merck's disease. Yeah. It's just nasty. Let's talk about what this actually is. <clears throat> the Merck's the, disease? Yeah. Okay. The deadliest strains of viruses often take care of themselves. They flare up and then they die out. This is because they are good at destroying cells and causing illness that they ultimately kill their host before they have time to spread. Hmm. But a chicken virus that represents one of the deadliest germs in history breaks from this conventional wisdom thanks to an in- inverted effect from a vaccine. And we're going to talk about why this vaccine is is really screwing up the poultry industry. Coming up here on Free Talk Live, you can join us as well, 603-283-6160. It is Free Talk Live, the number here, 603-283-6160. Ian and Conan in the studio for you. And you can bring up whatever you want. The number again, 603-283-6160. We've been telling you about how Intercoin can help any business and organization launch their own currency or raise money using their own token. And now Intercoin has launched its investor token on an exchange. You can go to xmarkets.com, exmarkets.com. All you need is an email address to register over there at xmarkets. You can keep your privacy intact. You can uh, deposit dozens of different cryptos, including Bitcoin, trade those for Tether, and use that Tether to buy ITR, which is the Intercoin Investor Token. You can learn more about the Intercoin vision at intercoin.org and buy or sell ITR on xmarkets.com, exmarkets.com. You just might be advancing the cause of liberty around the world. Uh, We're going to get more into this leaky vaccine concept, Conan, that we haven't really explained yet. You're kind of laying the groundwork for it, talking about a particular disease that affects chickens, Mm -hmm. Merrick's disease. We'll talk about why that's relevant coming up here in a moment. But I did ask for people in, of course, you can call about anything, but I did ask specifically for people who are in Canada, who've been to Ottawa over the last few days, What's going on with the truckers, with the Freedom Convoy, and Medi is on the air here. Uh, Medi, you had called us late last week on, I think, Thursday or Friday, saying you were on your way up to Ottawa for the weekend. You were going to check out uh, the Parliament area in 
in Ottawa and see exactly what the scene was. And we've, we've seen a, a ton of video. We've seen a lot of posts online. Uh, and it looks like it's been an amazing event. Very, very positive. I have not yet heard of a single arrest nope. uh, actually happening. The, cop, the cops aren't beating anybody up yet. They're not spraying them down with water hoses or setting dogs on them. Which is amazing. But, Mehdi, what was your experience this weekend? How'd it go? Yeah, it was uh, good. Hi, Ian. Hi, Cohen. Hey. hey. Um, so I was, yeah, Friday I was uh, going up there. Uh, it officially started the protest on Saturday noon. Uh, but we went there early. I went there earlier than that. I went to the parliament at 9.30 maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I had two signs. One was end wars and the other was uh, class unity. Um, looking at everyone there, millions of Canadian flags. Uh, there were families there as well with the kids because they don't want to start getting the kids mandatory vaccinated as well. Right. Like right now, you know, the adults are all kind of mandatory vaccinated. Mm. But there's a fear that it's going to be with your children, too. And they're, you know, kind of not liking that for sure. Phase three trials aren't done yet on children either as yet. So but from what the data they have, they're saying it's safe and effective and blah, blah, blah. Mm. But, you know, it's, uh, it makes sense if a parent won't want to do that. Um, everyone was positive that I met. Um, I didn't I, I had to leave at about 1230. So I left when the before the well actually they were started coming in but before it really got busy mm-hmm. it was still pretty busy when i was there um the, just a lot of candle flags a lot of people you know being friendly chatting um there was a guy with that um i don't know it's a flag that's like the american the dukes of hazard one <laughs> with the racist the stars and bars what it, stars and whatever yeah so that one um, but it's not necessarily a racist flag, but people do jump to that conclusion when uh, when they see it. Yeah, isn't it all about the South sure. will rise again? Yeah, and that's okay, right there. Yeah, is that, yeah. So what do you is, mean by that? Why do you mean yeah. the South will? Are they going to bring slavery back with them as well? <laughs> it could just mean they believe in independence. Yeah, that. Well, that's the argument that that's what yeah. the Civil War was all about. But you know, they rewrote that, so who knows what it, right. what it was really about. Did yeah, you see any really time. offensive displays? Uh, you know, was there because there's been a lot of hate from people that are on the left or the statist authoritarians who are saying that there are racists there, uh, the racist flags, but yet uh, others have said they have not seen any kind of you know Nazi this or that. Uh, did you see anything like that? So no, uh, the the only thing I saw, like I said, was that. But I want to tell you about that guy. That mm-hmm. guy with that flag. I wish I videotaped and, and started harassing, but I didn't. But there is a videotape, there is a, not videotape, you know what I mean, there is a camera or whatever, like a video of it, where they called him out. He's all masked up and stuff, not yeah, talking, good. not speaking, not doing anything. You think he was and an agent? There were people, yes, there were people mm. that called him out. It's on, I don't know what, TikTok or something, one of mm. these social whatevers. And yeah, and they're, they're, they're laughing at him. This guy's like, oh, look at this guy now heading, he's uh, putting his head in shame. He knows he got caught. He knows he got caught. Look, he's not talking. He was like fully masked up and stuff, so you can't recognize him at yeah. all. Yeah, okay, that's a, definite agent sign. provocateur, without a doubt. Because why wouldn't you even want to defend it? Why wouldn't you want to say, well, no, it doesn't mean this, it means this, right. you know what I mean? He just wanted it, it seemed like, for the cameras, and then he left. Yep. So, Busted. That's, that's good. That's, that's good that the people are waking up to this nonsense, that every one of these events, uh, there's going to be one, and it's usually the one who's who, the first one that throws the bottle. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Or breaks the glass yep. or whatever. Uh, another crit- another critique that we, because we were reading some of the critiques of, uh, you know, people that love the government. Uh, they were saying, oh, well, there's been vandalism. There's people defecating and urinating in snowbanks. You were there for several hours or a few hours, it sounded like, when you had to, uh, you know, when you had to urinate, where did you go? So I didn't end up having to pee, but I didn't see anybody peeing on anything, mm-hmm. like, or defecating anywhere. Okay. To be so, I mean, I, I never saw that, but I was only there for maybe like four hours. Mm-hmm. So I was able to, I mean, I didn't have you to pee it. or anything like okay. that. <laughs> yeah. Then there were signs, and there actually were signs where the person said, like, uh, uh, stay peaceful, call out, because I took pictures, I'm just looking at my phone. Uh, stay peaceful, call out RCMP agitators. Mm. RCMP is a Royal Canadian Mounted Police. I think they're a federal police. That's like the FBI, them. right? Like they're the equivalent of the FBI I think so, in yeah. Canada? Yeah, yeah they, I think so, yeah. I mean, they also do, you know, they walk around with horses and stuff. Like they're a, a, a prettier face, right? They're not like FBI, FBI, right? Yeah. But yeah. they're, yeah, RCMP, federal, federal police people. And so, but no yeah, violence. Didn't you didn't see any arrests, right? There no. was no arrests. No, not at all. No. Yeah, it sounds just happy, smiling, walking around. Yeah, it sounds uh, like a it sounds like a nice event that uh, Justin Trudeau probably would have really liked to have gone to. Except he was in hiding. Still in hiding. Yeah. yeah. Did you see? Yeah. Uh, did you notice that any of the businesses that were nearby were open, or were they all closed down? Uh, what percentage of them? Could you I, tell? No, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, any, I mean, anybody who decided to close during this was an idiot. There was a sure. whole article in the really? the mainstream media, the Ottawa Citizen or whatever that is, about all these restaurateurs who supposedly closed their doors this because is, this or that. This is when the food trucks and the hot dog stands. This is when they. This is when they You'd shine. Bank. If yeah, you were down there, or even the porta potty guy, right? If you could find someone to pay you, I don't know how that would work. If you can find the planner and be like, "Hey, look, you guys are going to need." They raised nine point four million Canadian dollars on a GoFundMe for this thing. Really? Yeah, we checked it yesterday. Maybe they did have a porta potty guy. Out I don't there. know. That's a good question. They should have. That mm-hmm. would have been definitely something to uh, to consider. Now, is it still taking place? Uh, isn't there some uh, guy yeah. who's wait? Isn't there a trucker who's out there waiting for Trudeau to show up? Uh, I, well, they might be waiting for Trudeau to show up, yeah. But there, but there are truckers definitely there, and there's there there, there are truckers that are saying we're not leaving until, you know, they they stop these mandates. Yeah. Like the their main thing is the mandate. You know, in you know, I learned something in Quebec. If you're not vaccinated, you can barely go anywhere. You can go to the grocery store, pharmacy. Um, I think you can get a haircut, and I mean that's about it. Like, there's not a lot of places you can go. Mehdi, thanks for was, uh, giving us a call here and sharing your experience from the weekend, and definitely appreciate hearing from you. Uh, and I definitely want to hear from other people as this develops, because apparently it's still going on. There's uh, live footage here that I just pulled up. Again, big search uh, to find info is Freedom Convoy 2022, all is one word. Uh, Twitter's got a bunch of posts, and there's there's still people out there today. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live's video archives have been on Library for years. Library is an uncensorable, decentralized, blockchain-based media sharing protocol, and we're big fans of it here on Free Talk Live. In 2020, Library launched Odyssey, a video sharing website to compete with YouTube, and it's really taking off, now with over 1 million channels, many of whom are disaffected YouTube creators. During YouTube's crackdown for not towing the government line on COVID, the Free Talk Live YouTube channel started receiving strikes and could be completely taken down at any moment. 
thankfully, Odyssey started offering live streaming, so we're now streaming live every night and posting our video archives permanently to Odyssey. You can watch live or anytime on our Odyssey channel by visiting video.freetalklive.com. If you want to go all in, download the desktop app at lbry.com, and then every video archive you watch, you'll help seed and keep it online forever. At minimum, we ask you visit video.freetalklive.com and follow us on Odyssey today. Video.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live. The phones are open. You can join the program simply by calling in 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. And I want to say thanks to Ryan Walsh, who is a supporter of Free Talk Live's AMPS program. We've got a Patreon, actually, that we started a few months ago. And thank you to everybody that has signed up over at amps.freetalklive.com. Ryan's doing Silver Level, which is uh, 5 bucks a month. We definitely appreciate the assistance. It helps us advertise, pr- uh, market, promote, and support Free Talk Live. Helps us get the message of liberty into more ears all around the United States and beyond. We've got over 190 great radio stations airing this show at various different times throughout the week, and we could have 250, 300. It is possible, but it does take some uh, does take some marketing effort, and so the AMP program helps us with that. AMPS.freetalklive.com. It's Ian and Conan here in the studio tonight. Uh, there's just I was just watching some of the footage from the truckers. I know we're, we're going to get back into the vaccine discussion here in a moment, but uh, still, a bunch of trucks still parked in the street, right in front of Parliament, still Honk, honking. honking away, and uh, still a fairly large number of people gathered. Uh, speak their speakers, you know, saying things to the crowd, and it it continues. And this is a very exciting, you know, Occupy is back, except Absolutely. it's not the uh, not the hard left. Of course, the joke this time is the Marxists are always about the people workers unite, right? The workers coming together. <laughs> and now why are they upset about this? <laughs> exactly. They're hypocrites. The, the very, by the way, this is, these are the types of jobs that the, 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 the couch, the uh, armchair sitters, the warriors, the keyboard warriors. Yeah. This is something they would never do. Trucking sucks. Yeah. Well, it de- and everybody depends on these guys. Uh-huh. These are arguably the most important job anywhere it's the it's the light it's the lifeline yeah i mean i mean you have you have your people making things but usually that's china Mm -hmm. and and you have your lifeline your truckers who are delivering it to these keyboard warriors where where do you think where do you think your milk comes from dude yeah where do you think your chicken comes from? Where did you think the keyboard came from and they're like (laughs) some of these people don't really know they're like well it comes from the store oh my god are you serious (laughs) I yes, just, yes, oh actually, I am. Yes, actually, I, I am. believe that- you. Actually, I just saw a video. Uh, I think it was like a TikTok where some girl, I presume she's serious about this, says that she just learned that hair grows from her scalp instead of at the ends of her hair, and right. she's a you know uh, probably a thirty year old woman, probably a teacher, <laughs> right. So anyway, there's uh, we're going to continue covering this Freedom Convoy. We ca- we talked about it in detail last night. If you missed that show, go grab it over at freetalklive.com. You can download uh, pre- previous episodes there easily. There's I don't know if there's anything that's breaking as far as the Freedom Convoy. They're still there. The police are still doing nothing about it, which is fantastic. And I think they are. They look like they're dug in. Yeah, yeah. Trudeau, where you at, bruh? 
Oh, and I still want to hear, you know, some of the details. Like, how are these guys refueling? Are there, is there a way? Because when I look at some of the videos, I do see open lanes. Well, they do have tractor trailers. They, maybe they're full of fuel. Well, and, and, are, yeah. and are they actually driving around or are they just sitting there? They're just sitting there. Well, they're not using fuel. Well, they're, they're still running, so they're, they're using some fuel. Well, these, these guys are, they come equipped. There's some big old tanks and usually, no doubt. and usually double tanks on a lot of these vehicles where they're... 100 gallons or whatever, right? Even more than that in some yeah. cases, So because they don't know where the next affordable gas right. is or gas period. So um, I, I, they probably have a game plan. I, I would presume that they do. I just am interested in hearing it. And uh, Medi, who called in earlier, said he was going to send me some info, uh, possibly get us in touch with some of the, uh, the, the purported organizers of this thing. And yeah. I, I'd love to hear you know some uh, some of the inside scoop but yeah, anyway i think i think i am more i would be more concerned i was actually thinking about this this morning i w- i would be so much more concerned with just where do i where, where can i use the bathroom yeah <laughs> i can't go into this restaurant that's closed and they'll know they'll know that i'm one of the activists so they're not right. probably not going to let me in anyways uh, so where am i going to go so are there porta potties out there are there yeah is is someone has, has some establishment open their doors to the to the folks to come in and you'll make a hundred thousand dollars probably if these <laughs> yeah the only exactly. place that's open uh all right so 603-283-6160 let's get back into the original discussion we were having conan you were telling us about Merrick's disease. Merrick's disease, and what is it's a it? Chicken disease. What is it, and and how bad has it gotten in recent years? And, and you said there's a vaccine, but but now there are a lot of good articles uh, on this topic. Uh, but I did want to not pick some fringe uh, site that people could you know basically uh, call me out at. Uh, so I did. I found a uh, found a PBS dot org uh, article mm-hmm. that was written in the summer of 2015. So this is not new. This is not a new uh, uh, event. Uh, they've, we've known about this for some time. Um, so PBS.org, uh, chickens vaccinated against Merrick's disease rarely get sick, but the vaccine does not prevent them from spreading Merrick's to unvaccinated birds. Mm. Does this sound familiar to anybody? Yes, it does. With, quote, with the hottest strains, every unvaccinated bird dies within 10 days. There is no human virus that is that hot. Ebola, for example, does not kill everything in 10 days. Hmm. In fact, rather than stop fowl from spreading the virus, the vaccine allows the disease to spread faster and longer than it normally would, a new study finds. The scientists now believe that this vaccine has helped this chicken virus become uniquely virulent, Note, it only harms fowl, so don't worry about I even eat these guys when they, when they die. All right, so what you were saying before was that this disease will, will kill a chicken within days. An unvaccinated chicken and some vaccinated chickens as well, by the way. But they're saying that because the vaccinated chickens don't die from it, that's actually spreading it further than it would otherwise. Their yeah. whole lives, they spread it. Wow. All it takes is, all it takes is that day one... Uh, back to, back of the neck uh, uh, syringe mm-hmm. uh, injection, and they are spreaders for the rest of their lives. And any unvaccinated chickens that are brought into the into the scene, they're going to die. It's very good chance they're going to they're going to take it. Mm. Um, so this was a study that was published. Uh, 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 this a scientific study that was done in 2015. Uh, so this is, and I I, I might I might actually go to this and talk about this in a second. But anyways, this is the first time that this virus-boosting phenomenon known as the imperfect vaccine hypothesis hypothesis, has been observed experimentally. The reason that that this is a problem for Merrick's disease is because the vaccine is leaky. 
A leaky vaccine is one that keeps a microbe from doing serious harm to its host, but does not stop the disease from replicating and spreading to another individual. On the other hand, a perfect vaccine is one that sets up lifelong immunity that never wanes and blocks both infection and transmission. Mm -hmm. It's important to note childhood vaccines for polio, measles, mumps, rubella, and smallpox are not leaky. They are considered perfect vaccines. Hmm. As such, they they are in no way in danger of falling prey to this phenomenon. So you have to wonder, was this done on purpose? Did the creator of whoever it was that created this uh, chicken vaccine for the Merck's disease, did they make it leak? Did they know that they they were making a leaky vaccine, knowing that that would encourage more people to get the vaccine? Because, hey, if you don't have it. More farmers to get this vaccine because Mm -hmm. they caused a problem where, and that's kind of my whole point of this, is Mm -hmm. there's another vaccine that's floating around out there that is also leaky. You can get it. You can get the vaccine. Uh, supposedly it prevents you from getting really sick and or going to the hospital. That's what they say, but there's no way to prove that. There's no way to prove that point, but they have also, but they have admitted that you are exuding spike proteins mm-hmm. right after, especially right after you get the shot and you are in danger. The people around you unvaccinated are in danger of getting sick. I think this is exactly what happened to two of us at the, at the, at the, at work, the two unvaccinated guys. Mm. We both got it. We both got something. Uh, both within hours, both within a twenty-four hour window of each other, and we were out for two weeks each. Hmm. So but now you got the natural immunity. Well, well, unless Omicron is different than Delta, maybe if it's, if it's a whole nother strain, if that's what I got, who knows what I got? Mm-hmm. I'm not getting a test to, to prove, hell prove otherwise. I don't want to be a statistic. Yep. Don't need them to know about that. So the results to raise the questions for some human vaccines that are leaky, such as malaria and other agricultural vaccines, such as the one being used against avian influenza or bird flu. Merrick's disease has plagued the chicken industry. It has caused $2 billion in losses annually for fowl farmers across the globe. And you've got to get it. You either get it or your chickens, the whole flock will die. There's more coming up here. You can join us. The number is 603-283-6160. This is Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, and you can join us here at the number 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, you've got Ian and Cody. Don't forget, you can join us online anytime over at freetalklive.com. We've got our social media site. That allows you to have a lot more freedom to express yourself than what you're going to get on these mainstream big tech sites like Twitter or Facebook. You can head over to social.freetalklive.com and get signed up over there. That's social.freetalklive.com. We're going to go back into your calls and thoughts. Also, Conan, you've still got more to say on this leaky vaccine situation. And the parallels between modern day vaccines. And and the and the fact that people should really look at this, look at this information that I'm giving to you and to realize that uh, this isn't something you want to play around with. And this might be exactly what we're dealing with. They might be actually literally playing around with new technology, new medicine, uh, and it might it might seriously come back to uh, blow up in our faces or even worse, our grandchildren's faces. We'll talk about that coming up. Uh, But first, Greg is on the line calling us from New York. Greg, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Conan. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Greg. Um, I wrote an article today 
um, which I sometimes do on the Intercoin forum, um, it was talking about NFTs. And uh, I was replying to a bunch of uh, articles that talk about NFTs. For those who don't know, they're non-fungible tokens. Thank I mean, you. Yep. Yep. If you have not been living under a rock or a pet rock, as it were, I guess, in this case, uh, you would probably know that people are buying these uh, JPEGs or these things that are hosted somewhere, and uh, they claim exclusive ownership over it. So I don't want to really get into the utility conversation of like, what's the point of buying a publicly accessible tweet where I can just read the tweet anytime I want. Um, but my interest is that many of these things are hosted on centralized sites. Mm -hmm. And I found that interesting because cryptocurrency is supposed to be decentralized. And yet, of course, the blockchain doesn't have enough storage to store all that kind of stuff. So people could store on IPFS and a bunch of other emerging uh, networks like AR Weave, Made Safe, and others. But most people just store on hosting. And here's my point. I started to look at the economics of it. It's very interesting. The person who is hosting and producing the content is the one who pays for storage. They pay all the upfront costs. And then no matter how big their thing gets, it could be worth millions of dollars, their collection, um, they essentially pay for the hosting. And they then try to recoup that money by, you know, subscription fees or something like that. And that's the standard process for Web2 and everything else. I found that to be very interesting because it's the capitalist model. You put up the capital up front, then you try to recoup it. And it leads to essentially lock-in, trying to extract rent, closed source uh, software, stuff like that. And I just wanted to talk about alternatives like uh, open source and Wikipedia. And Let me see Commons. if I'm following what you're saying here. So this NFT thing is a phenomena. It's been big for the last year or so. People have been paying big, big money in cryptocurrency, like hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more in some cases, for what, the, what is considered to be an exclusive ownership over, in a lot of cases, some sort of media. And typically it's like a, a GIF or a JPEG, some sort of static image of some sort of artwork. Some of it's pretty crappy. Others, eh, okay, maybe it's decent. But still, that's kind of the gimmick, is you're this owner of this thing. And apparently what you're saying here, Greg, is, is similar to what we've heard before, is that these when you buy this NFT, apparently what you're buying is is quote-unquote ownership over a specific URL. So if you if you buy, you know, one of these apes, these are very, very popular apparently, these images of apes. Uh, you buy one of these apes, and you get ape number 1725, and you think he's, it's great or whatever. Well, there's a specific URL being hosted, what you're saying, on a centralized server somewhere that somebody is paying the rent on, to keep online, to keep that graphic in the place where that URL happens to be located. And that means that if that person stops paying that hosting bill, then that graphic goes away, right? Not only does it go away, but in a much broader sense, our society is based on that kind of economics. So you already know my left libertarianism and my sensibilities, but I, when I see it, I can't unsee it, so I want to share it. Um, Think of like a book. Somebody writes a book. Uh, they typically have the government go and enforce the copyright. If somebody copies the book, doesn't harm the person physically or anything, doesn't take their property, you could say, but they take their intellectual property, well, they can, 
say that you've initiated sort of violence, and then they could use force to force you to make their business model make sense, right? So again, what happens is the idea is that somebody has to come up with a lot of capital to do R&D originally, whether it's for drugs, uh, for patents, or whether it's for books and movies, and then they need to recoup those costs, they and their investors. Um, whereas the alternative would be like science or Wikipedia or open source software so or creative commons where people can remix freely and each contribution is very small to Wikipedia or fix a bug in Linux. So everyone sort of puts in a little bit, but then they give it away and the whole thing can be used by anybody. That I find to be a lot more resilient than a centralized server or a centralized author or publishing house using the government to try to force people uh, to make their business model work. That's what I wanted to kind of explore. Yeah. Um, I mean, whatever it is that works, as long as it's voluntary, I support people doing it. So what I mean, as far as NFTs are concerned, it sounds to me like you're not in favor of the whole concept. Is that a fair extraction or extrapolation? No, from not this? necessarily. I think that NFTs with utility are good. Mm-hmm. So, like, Give me an example names, of that. Yeah. Domain names were the original NFT. You okay. could buy a domain name and point it to something and that you, you owned a a portion of that namespace, you know, .com right. or whatever. Um, other things include tickets to concerts, subscriptions, that even if they expire, they're worth something. So that kind of stuff I like. The NFTs that don't have a utility component, where you can just look at a tweet, well, I could have looked at it anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's not, I'm not here to judge because I'm not, you know, an art connoisseur. Obviously, you know, why would I own the real Mona Lisa when I can own, Mona Lisa when I can own a, a picture in a book, I can just look at it. So I don't know what the, the point is either. But I will say that what I'm saying is broader. I'm just saying that the whole idea of venture capitalists or people up front p- putting up the money and then selling it to the public in an IPO, later, all of these groups, whether it's Wall Street or the investors, they force the company to keep its source closed because they need to retain the power mm-hmm. over their users to extract rents forever because if you bought the shares at $200 you don't want the shares to go down because the company decided to be nice and open source all of their software that's the idea you know Netscape open sourced all their software and that's how we got Firefox we would have never maybe the internet explorer monopoly or hegemony if Netscape hadn't done that but that's the idea the idea is if information goes free then Essentially, you don't need that one guy hosting the NFT. You start getting a bunch of other people hosting it also on IPFS or whatever. And before you know it, um, now this one person isn't paying the bills for the hosting. The thing becomes bigger than they are, becomes like Board Apes, the decentralized movement or whatever. And then their private ownership gets diluted to the public. Everyone now collectively owns that specific thing, which is what I'm trying to say, private ownership is kind of brittle in the sense that, well, if you rely on that one host, author, whoever Mm. they are, to pay for hosting, well, you could be really disappointed with your million-dollar purchase because one day it could just not be there. Yeah, or they could switch it out. They could take the uh, the same URL to boardape1752.jpg and put you change know, change a couple pixels or put a porno pic in there or something like that. They could do anything <laughs> they wanted to. Do you think? And this is where I'm going. This is what I think. Do you think this is just a money laundering scheme, especially these digital prints, these NFTs digitals? Mm. Do you think this is a money laundering scheme similar 
to what the art community and rich people have been doing for ever buying abstract nonsense art like a blue pane mm-hmm. uh, for a million dollars and it's just a way to put their money somewhere uh, and as long mm-hmm. as they can keep as long as they can keep this dumb art as long as they can convince each other to exchange this art at at this blue pane at a million dollars they'll that's a way of of laundering their money do you think do you think these nfts the new ones that are coming out that we're all hearing about are the same thing i'm not talking about domain names but the ape the uh, ape prints it's a mix i think it's a mix you can certainly buy more useful things like real estate and and park your money there too but um i guess what i'm trying to say and, and i wanted to put this hmm. to everybody as much as five is this uh if somebody uh if you think that private ownership is going to save the forest or save whatever who is to say they can't sell out and all of a sudden you sell that forest really to coca-cola that's what I wanted to ask. Yeah, and maybe decentralized autonomous organizations can help decentralize away from these centralized power structures. Thank you uh, for the call tonight, Greg, and that's a whole other topic. Uh, we got more on the way, though, about the leaky vaccines, and your calls are welcome. Join liberty-minded voluntarists, anarchists, and libertarians from June 27th through July 3rd for the 6th Annual Fork Fest at Rogers Campground in the beautiful White Mountains of New Hampshire. ForkFest is a fork of the Porcupine Freedom Festival, which sold out for the first time in 2021. ForkFest takes place the week after ForkFest, but ForkFest is decentralized, which means that there's no ticket cost and no one is in charge. All you have to do to join the fun is reserve your camping site, RV site, or motel room with Rogers Campground for June 27th through July 3rd. There's no better place to celebrate Independence Day than around other freedom-loving activists in the Shire. You can find out more at the unofficial website, ForkFest.Party. You can also connect with other attendees on the ForkFest Telegram and Matrix chat rooms, as well as the ForkFest Forum. You can find links to those at ForkFest.Party. We hope to see you there. ForkFest.Party. Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live, kicking off the second hour of the program. You can take control of the airwaves here by dialing in at 603-283-6160. That means you can bring up whatever is on your mind with you tonight. It's Ian and Conan. Again, 603-283-6160. We've been throughout the show talking about this concept of the leaky vaccine. And I know you've got more on that, Conan, coming up here we're going to dig in a little bit deeper onto that, but first we're going to go to your calls, your thoughts, and you can bring up whatever's on your mind. So we're going to start up with Sarah in New Mexico. Sarah, you're on Free Talk Live. Uh, yes, I just have to get off the speaker. So that, right. they, they found that guy who ran over and killed that seven-year-old boy during Christmas time. So with that off off-road vehicle so uh-huh. that he was um, hiding out in Mexico. Hmm. So, yeah, and so they were communicating with him the whole time, um, and they were uh, they, he finally, he, he turned himself in. Well, if they were communicating so, with him, I don't think you could really call that hiding out. I, I don't know how the, how, what the rules are. They can't, can they go in if the, the U.S. can't go in and 
get him out? No, but generally to? what they'll do is they will send a request to the Mexican law enforcement and they'll tell the Mexican law enforcement what they want them to do. And the Mexican law enforcement will go and do that. And they, they always, you know, scratch each other's backs when it comes to that. So it's very hard to actually get away from the reach of the U.S. federal government. They can pretty much get you anywhere uh, with with very few exceptions, maybe with the exception of Russia or a few other handful, you know, Iran, Cuba. Yeah, well, so so the so it, well the family was on the news, and they're going to move back to the East Coast after this. So mm-hmm. they, after after what happened, they're just terrified of even going outside, and you know. I guess I I did not know they were from another state. No wonder this happened. I mean, if they were from here, they probably just think it's a perfectly fine. Um, but they so think it's perfectly that, fine that their son was killed by him. No, if you're born and raised here, I've talked to people that were born and raised here, and everybody gets hit by a drunk driver. Half the family got hit by a car. The uh, everybody's got killed, and they're and they're used to it. They think it's just normal, you know. <laughs> I, I find it hard to believe that that uh, that pedestrian accidents are just that common to where everyone knows someone uh, who's or they know someone directly that has been affected by one. That seems unbelievable no, to me. Well, it's it's unbelievable to me too because it was actually comical. I was talking to a guy that was riding a bike. And I said, um, you, you know that you almost get killed by a car all the time. He goes, oh, five of my sisters and brothers got killed by a car. So, you know, so the only change that we could make is probably from people that are from elsewhere, like myself, that want some change. But last year was a really bad year. Ninety-nine pedestrians killed in our state. So it's usually around like 83. We went over and beyond that. And you believe that the solution is more cameras, more cops? That's well, a typical you know belief, uh, right? That's what you, you've yeah, called you in know about. Me, I've always talked about the red light cameras and the mobile speeding mm-hmm. vans. And we were a lot better. Even and, though uh, the numbers show that the red light cameras actually increase accidents because people will speed up uh, in order to try to get through the intersection or slam on their brakes in order to you know not get their uh you know, not get their photo taken and then therefore no, they get rear-ended. Just, um, no that's just a, a lame excuse that they just conjure up what it is is that no it's statistics near- people slam are more likely to slam on their brakes right and that okay, causes they, they accidents ac- okay okay what is a rear rear in accident as opposed to this guy ran a red light at 50 miles per hour uh, and and <laughs> killed them you know, and so, I, I, you know, the thing is that... Tell that to somebody who had someone slam into them from behind in, you know, the rear and got whiplash. And then they're affected right, for the rest of their lives. That's usually not as fatal. But as far as pedestrian fatality, there was a year when we had, I think, 47, the whole entire state, or 51. I don't, I don't know exactly. 47 the whole entire state. That's when we still had three to Well, you know, Sarah, you can always ban cars, and then the problem will, will be solved, right? That's what they want. That's what they want anyways. Thanks for the call. The number is 603-283-6160. Look, there are risks involved when you're traveling in a two-ton 
you know, death trap, basically. There's tin can. Things are going to happen, and some of them are going to be ugly. The best thing that can, you know, you can do is to encourage people to pay attention. You know what? Come roads. up here to New England, where every every intersection is a roundabout. <laughs> at people, you, you have. By the way, you have two types of people in this world: people who love roundabouts and people who absolutely hate them. There's also people who don't understand them. Well, that's the people who hate them. <laughs> that's it. And it's two. And you can break down the haters into two categories: the people who are afraid to use them because mm-hmm. they are afraid of hitting other people. Right. And you have the people, the authority, the status types who want everything to be orderly and they are and they're mostly afraid of people of the idiots who don't know how to use a roundabout from hitting them Mm. and then you have me and and i've seen this i've seen it in action i've seen i've seen we have a major intersection here in uh in Keene, and i i think i've been here almost 10 years now i've seen it down like two or three times the whole time it's you know dead and this is a major intersection and i have seen Hundreds of of uh, of commuters traverse this dangerous intersection with absolutely no light, and it is magical. It is just watching the flow, watching everyone orderly line up and then actually pull out and traverse this dangerous intersection mm-hmm. with no with no one standing there telling them how to do it. It's just like so. You like the you. You're a supporter. I'm of a the roundabout. I'm a supporter of this chaotic order. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and all you had speaking of statistics, Sarah. All you when you look at uh, fatalities and accidents in general on roundabouts versus intersections, intersections with lights and or even a someone uh, dictating where you should when you should go and come mm-hmm. come and go. Uh, it's it's the, the insurance companies love them, and really? there's a reason because. Uh, night and day difference. It's a night. Huh? It's a night and day difference. There, there are there are no head-on collisions with someone else. There's you mm-hmm. might have a little uh, a little rub against someone. Yeah, but uh, what you're saying. but people here and here's why it works so well. You're talking about the people who are afraid to use them or they don't know how to use them. Because they slow down and they perk up and they mm-hmm. look around. They they look at their environment and they actually uh, think for themselves. For once, they're not used to that. <laughs> and, and of course, they're not. That's this is why people don't like them because yeah. they want someone telling them, Tell what, them what to, to do. do. Right, that's a good point. But I know that these, when it comes to the when it comes to the highway system, it, roundabouts are the libertarians of the highway, mm. or the anarchists even, mm-hmm. because I mean, there's still rules. Someone set these rules in motion, but there is so much left to the individual, uh, the individual that it just it, when you look at the statistics, it makes too much sense. Get rid of these yeah. red lights. Get rid of them. Every time they want to build a new roundabout, you can hear all the naysayers. Oh, my God. We already have like 20 of them. I'm like, man, bring it on. Yeah. Bring it on. Get rid of the stop signs. If you want to put a yield sign, all right, put a yield sign up. Get rid of the stop signs because because the, the traffic just flows, and I love it. I love chaotic order. It makes me feel <laughs> so good because that's we're born chaotic. We're born, mm. we're born anarchists, and it's only through the indoctrination. It's only through society. Uh, turning us into these sheep. You remember these those rule following sheep. You remember those road studies where they, I think it was like Denmark or something, where they they took away all the signs from a from a certain road and they you know did a study as to how people drove on it. There and, was a whole downtown. There was a town. They took their whole main street, their whole mm-hmm. downtown, and they removed all the signs. They removed all parking spots. They removed all lines, uh, street lines. Everything yeah. was removed. It was just pavement. Yeah. 
and it was a night and day difference. People figured it out. They, everyone, all the naysayers were like, oh my God, people are going to be going. People fi- drive gonna more be, they're, carefully. They're, they're going to be doing 50. No, they weren't doing 50. They were doing, they were, they were driving slower yeah. than they were when you had all the signs. Mm-hmm. Just drive down your main street, people, and look at the hundreds of signs. Right. Have you, have you ever, have you ever looked at any of those signs? It's, it's sign overload. This is the yeah. Simpsons episode. Yeah. It's sign overload. You're not reading any of them. 603-283-6160. We got more on the Merrick's disease, the leaky vaccines. Coming up, this is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Phones open. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. And we're going to whatever you want. 603-283-6160. Here tonight, it's Ian and Conan. Coming up, the latest from Western Australia and how, you know, they're pretty insane over there. But what's the next step they're taking? We've got that news for you on the way. But we've been talking about uh, Merrick's disease, which affects chickens. In relation to this concept of a leaky vaccine that you've been telling us about, Conan, which, as I understand it, is a vaccine that is not what they call perfect. The perfect vaccine is what we're used to when we were kids, you know, in the 80s or 90s or, you know, yep. before that. You get the measles, you get the mumps, you get the rubella, you get the maybe chicken pox or whatever. And that's it. And that's it. And you're, you're done. Set. And, and not only that, not only are you good to go, but you don't spread it. Right. You're not coming back for a booster or anything like that. You're just, you don't get that thing in the future. That's what's considered a perfect vaccine. But you've been telling us about in the world of raising chickens, which you've done for close to a decade now, uh, there's this Merrick's disease that is devastating to a Absolutely. chicken. Absolutely. You get it, and it, you're pretty, your, your girls are pretty much dead. Goners. The whole coop. And, and not only that, but it will take out, yeah, it'll take a, a whole brood. So they've been uh, pimping a vaccine for that for some time. Since the 70s. And so this is new, this is new technology. This is new study. And so this, this, this study was done five years ago, uh, seven years ago now. Uh, and the guy who ran this, some guy named Reed, uh, was he was just surprised. He's like, oh, my God, this is what have we done? And he discovered that when a bird a chicken has this vaccine for the Merrick's disease, they're still able to get it and still able to spread it. But they don't die from it. They don't get even sick. In, well, some cases some, they do. It, it, some do. Some mm-hmm. still die from it. Mm-hmm. OK. Uh, and usually it's the weaker. It's the it's the really young the chicks and uh-huh. or the older, which in nature uh, this is how viruses usually operate. They mm-hmm. usually take out the weakest link, and then that's it. It can't. It, it actually defeats, kills the weakest link, and that's it. It doesn't mm-hmm. spread any further because it doesn't have a host anymore. But now, but now it's able to uh, stay alive. It's able to replicate. It's able to mutate, mm. uh, and that's why uh, it has gotten so bad. Back in the seventies, when this was first introduced, nah. I mean, you'd lose. You'd lose some birds. But uh, it wasn't as bad as it is now. Hmm. You you bring one uh, one sick bird into it, and, and and you can take out your entire industry overnight hmm. because it has gotten that bad. So now, uh, the the chicken industry twenty billion chickens in this planet. The chicken industry is dependent on, on this vaccine. You could you can't just turn it off now. It is it has become a part of uh, wow. the system. So if you were to turn it off. Or, or or the developers of this vaccine were, were, to, to, go were, to, were to go away and stop overnight, it's it's over. 
Chickens could be exterminated, is what you're and, saying. And not, something. and not only that, but the disease hangs around for so wow. long, so it breeds in their dander, and it floats. So it's just floating around. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be in your system. It could be in your coop for for up to two years. Wow. So I mean, I mean, they would have to burn whole hatcheries down, mm-hmm. whole uh, facilities down, because it would be so dangerous if they were to, if they were to start from zero and try yeah. to go the unvaccinated route. Uh, it, it, whole chicken industry gone overnight and now i have uh i'm actually i haven't bought a chicken from a hatchery uh in two years because they're all sold pre-vaccinated most of them if you're if you're buying them from tractor supply Mm -hmm. uh they are pre-vaccinated but are you vaccinating your own chickens oh hell no no now now if you buy them you can buy them online i I deliver chickens all the time by the way Mm -hmm. um you can buy them online, and there's usually an option. Do you want these vaccines? And mm-hmm. I looked at one hatchery before before I came here tonight, and it's usually like twenty thirty cents because yeah. it's just a it's just a it's a cheap it's a cheap uh, vaccine, you, and they can usually just do it while in the in the shell. I don't know how that works, huh. but uh, and you get your chickens; they're vaccinated. They're gonna they're gonna they're, there's a good chance they're gonna survive. So you've got an unvaccinated chicken coop. Aren't you taking a serious risk? Well, here's the thing. I am I'm I'm doing I am running my own experiment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have introduced uh, some of the chicks that I introduced this or last year early in the season. Uh, I lost I I probably lost about twenty birds. I mean, it's just that, over a decade. No, 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 no. In the last year, uh, in the springtime, I okay. lost twenty birds in the spring. Mm-hmm. B- babies. But I intentionally uh, reared, hatched uh, a good two, three dozen. I, I, I hatched three dozen chickens because I knew a lot of them were going to die. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and one, of the, one of the lessons that I have learned is uh, to, to keep the chicks away from the, the main flock for as long as possible, for as long as I can endure. Because the, the older they are when I introduce them, the more uh, capable they are of actually surviving Hmm. i introduced some young uh they were maybe a month old four weeks old i introduced four week olds to the flock and every damn one of them one dozen of them they were dead uh within the week from this merrick's disease oh yeah you can and you can like i said you can tell it is so obvious i haven't done any autopsies now how are they how do they catch this thing if you're it's in the dander it's floating around so it just comes from somewhere else it it, it came from one of the original birds that i introduced Mm -hmm. onto my property it could have been it could have been a bird from uh from eight years ago mm. and it had it and it spread oh it it spread it to the other birds didn't kill them they're still alive they all have it this is just like uh, cold sores mm-hmm. the herpes uh, a syndrome that people get you can't ever get rid of it you have it forever and by the way most people have it mm. but it doesn't kill you this is uh, also a herpes virus. Uh, but it doesn't grow on their feet or on their beaks or on their skin. It mm. actually develops on their kills their brain, on their right? organs and mm. their brain, mm-hmm. and it just slowly or not slowly it kills them very quickly. Wow. And uh, and my experiment, of course, is can I alleviate uh, the the hot strain by just by just having my own girls, my own my own birds on the property. Uh, are, are, is it is it going to be an easier time for me from here on out? Because all mm. the birds on the property are my birds. I raised them. Right. Uh, they're you know from uh, their parents. The, the, their parents are there, and the kids are there. So mm. I mean, it's it's nice you know, nice little nice little coop going on there. We'll see next spring when I start uh, hatching some more eggs out. 
uh, we'll see how uh, we'll see how they do. So you're extrapolating this out, this Merrick's disease situation with the leaky vaccine there to what's going on with COVID. Absolutely, right. because what we know is that COVID, the COVID vaccines, all of them, even Jensen, Johnson and Johnson or uh-huh. Jansen, however you want to say it, uh, they are not preventing people from getting the COVID afterwards. In fact, a lot of the commenters this evening, they have correctly stated that this really isn't even a vaccine. Mm, It's a shot. It's a a shot like the flu shot. It's an experimental mRNA shot that we don't know anything about. Yeah, but it's not keeping you from actually getting it so i guess you could call it a well i mean it is a vaccine but it's but you have to say that it's a leaky vaccine well yeah it's only a vaccine under the new definition of vaccine which they changed the definition of vaccine recently oh yeah and and they've as well as changing the the definition of anti-vaxxer it's anyone anyone who's against mandates right anyone who is for choice is an anti-vaxxer so i think the real takeaway and by the way i'm going this is a good article Mm. i'm going to not only is this article good but they actually link to the study I'm going to link this on our Telegram uh, so that you guys can take a look at it. This this needs to be thought of and compared to what we're dealing with today. The number, if you want to join us, 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. Plus, we'll uh, find out what the latest tyranny is in Australia because things are really bad there and they're not getting better. There's more coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, phones open, you can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160, that's 603-283-6160. Ian and Conan in the studio tonight. And we're raising money for Give Directly. They are the first nonprofit that allows you to give money directly to people living in extreme poverty. We're talking about people that are in such a poverty kind of situation they don't even have running water they have to go and walk for miles in order to get drinkable water in uh, right now bamet and Kalifi counties in kenya we're helping those people out and you can help out by going to give.freetalklive.com we will match your donations up to thirty thousand dollars in total and you can see our goal there and how close we are to it uh, and uh, we have a ways to go. So thank you to the, the folks that uh, pushed us as far as we've gone. And, uh, of course, the people over at Give Directly do some amazing work. They locate recipients who are in need, and they use mobile money to send them cash with no strings attached. And that means that they can make their own choices. And research shows that giving cash to people living in poverty can drive a range of important positive changes like employment, nutrition, health, and education. They get to decide. And Give Directly has given over $400 million to over a million people in just the last decade. So get on over to give.freetalklive.com. You can help out there. That's give.freetalklive.com. As we continue here, Conan, was there something else we needed to say about these leaky vaccines? Yeah, I just, wanted, I just wanted to wrap it up. And I wanted to uh, really indicate uh, the shock that should be felt uh, from everyone. Just like this scientist who was running this study, who when he realized uh, what Merrick's disease was seventy years ago, and what it is now, uh, and what is what has developed over time, what the mutations that have mm-hmm. developed, the hot strains that have developed, could this, could this, could maybe it's not the specific vaccine that we're dealing with right now, but could it be something for malaria, or could it be an Ebola vaccine, or some other vaccine that leaks? That has just recently been developed mm-hmm. uh, and has been and is being inundated on, induced on the on the populations. Now, could in fifty years, 
could it turn into something that is not manageable? And or, and this is how I open this whole topic, is this exactly what the vaccine industry wants? Because Mm -hmm. now they're making money every year, every six months. Because Mm -hmm. if you don't get it, that's it. You've got you've got to get it, or you're you're going to succumb to this to this sickness to this illness. And something that has always bothered me that a question that it, that arose early on in this, um, we haven't been vaccinated. No, nope. we've been sick, but we've been healthy, healthy ever since day one. Regarding COVID, I, I was vaccinated for the other the usuals in the 1980s. We talk kid. about stories. We talk about the VARES, the reporting system, mm-hmm. all of the adverse reporting system where you, people are are being vaccinated and they're succumbing to to heart conditions Young and people. or and or yeah. uh f- brain fog and or uh any all all manner of uh of, of uh, problems from the from the vaccine yeah well and we my, don't know for sure we don't know but, but i mean it's the various the various has never been utilized used like it is right. currently it's blown up that's right why would big pharma do this to their clients their clientele. Why would they want to kill off and or sicken their clientele? Because they're not making money off of you and me. Mm-hmm. They're making money. Well, they're making money from from government because you know they've been prepaid. All these all these vaccines be prepaid. But why would big pharma kill off their own clientele? Do you have a theory? Yeah, I absolutely do. The, over time, this is going to mutate into something that you and I will not be able to survive. Hmm. And it might not be you and me. It might be our kids. It might be, it might be future generations, hmm. unvaccinated generations, who are not able uh, to withstand the, uh, the, the hot strain that finally mutates from this. And so the only people they'll have left are the vaccinated, who, who took this vaccine into their lives. Thank you, Priest Fauci. Mm-hmm. Whereas all of the naysayers, the hesitant, the the anti-vaxxers, the anti-mandates, uh-uh, you don't have them anymore. They went the way of the dodo, all due, <laughs> all due to a man-made uh, deterrent, which was act, was actually put together intentionally. That's a pretty negative uh, view of the future, Conan, but uh, I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong that. as well. Yeah. But I mean, this, even if it wasn't done intentionally, even mm-hmm. if it wasn't, look at the Merrick's disease in the last 50 years and look at it as evolved. This same exact thing could happen to any human vaccine. It, the mutations can happen and they can evolve and they might not kill us this year or this, even this decade. Mm-hmm. But look, look to 50 years from now when it is mutated into something that we can't handle any longer. Hmm. I, uh, I, I, I'm going to believe that good, healthy people are going to be able to defeat whatever it is that comes out of this, but I definitely see where you're well, coming from. It's I a hope, possibility. I hope that it's, I hope it's, I hope it's over. Mm-hmm. I hope that they were only playing the Spanish flu, uh, two year playbook and that this is, this is it. This springtime, they're already, you have, you have uh, countries who are already pulling back. Some are opening up like the Australia, UK. New Zealand. I still know what's wrong with you, yeah, but you have plenty of countries that are like, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, we're, we're getting rid uh, UK. They, they just they just ended everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping, which was a surprise. Well, Boris it's Johnson he got caught partying. He got caught partying last year. <laughs> so that so the theory is is that the only reason he's he's pulled it back is because he's trying to get reelected mm. sometime ah, in the future. Okay. Uh, so there's that one. But I mean, hopefully it's over. Hopefully, and, and and of course it's an election season too. Yeah. 
The Democrats cannot because they are the people who are pushing this. Uh, they can't. Yeah, they can't. They, they can't get reelected on this policy because people be because people hate it. Most yeah. most people hate it. There's a lot of people who are sick and, sick and tired of it. The people that were on board are a lot of them. They're falling away from this. Yeah. And or like in a, in our case right here in Keene, they reintroduced the stupid mask mandate. People aren't following mm-hmm. it this time. There's a lot of obedience out there that I've seen when I've been at the grocery stores, but the business owners, fewer of them are enforcing it. Yeah. So that's that's. I've, a good I've thing. only seen it. It's only happened to me once. I got. I actually got thrown out of an auto zone. Yeah. Yeah. We'd been, the, uh, we were last, thrown out last two week, years ago. Last week, and I was. Oh, it just blew my mind. This is. This is where men, this is where real men yeah. shop. This is people who fix their own vehicles. They shop here right. and some big fatty, right Same there, right when I walk in, he's like, he's like, dude, you got to be, you got to put your mask on. I'm like, uh, I don't wear a mask. He's like, well, I'm not going to sell you anything. Wow. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to walk across Cross the, the street, street. <laughs> to your competitors and I'm going to spend my money there, you idiot. Yep. And guess what I did? You did just that. I walked right across the street, bought the same part. You know what? I spent more on it. Sure. Why I not? spent more. I always, I usually, I usually shop around. We have three, we have three stores, three auto stores. Right. I shop around. I always get the best price. AutoZone had the best price, <laughs> but not that day they didn't. They lost the sale. Yeah. Idiots. Yeah. That same thing happened to uh, Bonnie and I one day last year, I think it was. And this exact same situation. Some and horribly obese It's probably the same person. guy. It's probably it was the actually, same guy. I think it was a female in this particular case, but, uh, you know, she wanted to thrust her vision of what things ought to be on us and you know we weren't bugging anybody we weren't speaking out or anything like that we weren't talking trash we just gone in to get some part or whatever and we we did the exact same thing we went across the street and i I made a point to thank uh the people over at uh i did as well i did did as well advanced auto by the way when i walked in advance no one's wearing masks both 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 uh associates are standing there just chill i love it um so yeah, and I did thank them, and I specifically told Fatty, I was like, uh, "You just lost a sale, yep. sir. I'm going across the street. Goodbye." Good. Um, and and I think more people need to do this. The more pe- the more people who do that, uh, the 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 quicker this nonsense will end. Yeah, yeah, you've got to speak up about this. Uh, and if you want to join us and speak up here on the radio, you can. The number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. That's six zero three. Two eight three six one six zero. I hope that you're right, Conan, and that things are going to be pulling back, and that we're not going to see another crackdown uh, in the immediate future. And yeah, I think you're right. The fact that there's an election coming up is yep. definitely playing into how some of these uh, politicians are approaching this. Like you know, right here in New Hampshire, Sununu, the governor, he went all crazy in 2020 yeah. with all kinds of and all of a sudden mandates. it's like night and day. It's like yeah. he's, it's like he just. Has a, 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 he's like it's like he's a whole new person. Uh huh. He's it's very interesting. Bag. Very I mean, interesting. He's a, he's a snake, but yeah, he's behaving very differently. He's a globalist. He's a globalist. Sure. His well, it turns out his brother is on the World Economic Forum. Did you hear about that? No. Yeah. John Sununu Jr. I guess makes perfect sense. Uh, more coming up here. You can join us six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. This is Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. Phones are open. You can join us here. The number is 603-283-6160. With you tonight, it's Ian. And Conan. Don't forget, you can join us online anytime over at freetalklive.com. 
And I want to say thanks to Joseph Scholl, who is a supporter of the Free Talk Live Amps Patreon. Joseph is a silver level supporter, meaning he's doing five bucks a month over on our new Patreon, which you can get to at amps.freetalklive.com. So thank you, Joseph, for that. You get some cool perks, you get some benefits, and you help us support the show over at amps.freetalklive.com. Coming up, the latest from Australia. What's the latest madness? How much worse can things get there? We'll talk about it. Uh, but first, El Conejo is on the line calling us from New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Conan. Go ahead. Hey, guys. Um, hey. I've been thinking about that $10 million for the Freedom Convoy 2020 hashtag. Yeah. And how, yeah, how you know that the money's getting to the, the truckers and everything. And That was my question. GoFund- yeah. And, and also about GoFundMe's long history of financial censorship. So what I want to, what advice I want to give the truckers is go onto social media, Facebook, Twitter, especially Twitter, and um, post store like a little story that proves you are you, and kind of timestamp it and post um, hashtag crypto convoy twenty twenty mm. with your with your crypto address along with your freedom convoy twenty twenty two tag. And that way people can find you and donate to you directly. And we know we're donating to a real person because you can turn the camera around and show the convoy and say, today is Saturday, blah, 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 blah. And we know the money's getting right to where it needs to go. And then uh, we're also helping spread the gospel about getting out of this fiat nightmare. That's a great suggestion. Now, of course, how do you prevent somebody from snagging the video and making a copycat account and putting it up on their you know, fake account? Well, it's a lot more trustworthy than just a $10 million GoFundMe black hole, I guess. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. And there's probably ways to do it, like maybe identifying the day or, you know, putting like putting uh, your own username, right? So like if you're, you, you know, you can't have more than one of the same username on Twitter, for instance. So if you like hold up some sort of sign in the video that's got your username on it, that way you know for sure it's appearing in the place where it belongs, there's there are some probably well, some creative could, ways they can think of. You could also show your QR code in the video. That'd be really hard to deep fake. And then you know mm. you're scanning the right receiving address. Mm-hmm. And you know you can hold up your Bitcoin, your Monero, your Ethereum, or nice. whatever, whatever your preference is, and people can just instantly donate money to you. And uh, yeah, I, I want to support people, but I want to know it's going towards people. That's a great point, El Conejo. So you said uh, hashtag Crypto Convoy 2022? Sure, that sounds good. Crypto Convoy 2022. I love it. Get it going. It's a great idea. Spread the the word, truckers. Nice. Good six months ago, we were talking truckers. I think it was the Australian truckers at the time. Yeah. uh, That one fizzled. Yeah, and so did the uh, the American variant. They're supposedly going to do another American thing. Well, uh, like soon. when we talked about that article, I, for whatever reason, I, w- I found a Facebook. Anyone who's on the Facebook, I recommend this this site, this page, or this group. Uh, it's Stop the Tires 2020, all one word. Hmm. And uh, I've been monitoring this this group uh, since since then, and they 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 they're up on top of it. They have all of the latest articles, all the interviews, all of the mm-hmm. Trudeau, all the. According to this, uh, Elon Musk has come out, uh, calling pretty much calling Trudeau a little baby, um, and so I definitely recommend this group. And this, if you're talking about, we were just talking about actually giving money straight to the truckers. This might be a good site 
uh, to uh, to visit. And what was it called? Uh, Stop the Tires 2020. One word. El Conejo, thanks for the call tonight. I uh, appreciate it. And by the way, I did pull up the GoFundMe here. It's still online. They haven't taken this thing down. Uh, last night, there were 116,000 or 111,000, somewhere in that range, donations. Tonight, there are 121.8 thousand donations. They've raised another $400,000 uh, between last night and today. And when I had Mehdi on the phone earlier, the gentleman that called in from Canada to tell us about his experience in Ottawa over the weekend, he was telling me when we were off the air about some of the people that are apparently the you know su- supposed organizers of this thing in Ottawa right now, some of the, the you know the key players. And he mentioned a name, B.J. Dichter, D-I-C-H-T-E-R. Mm-hmm. B.J. Dichter is one of the organizers of the GoFundMe, so presumably... This GoFundMe is actually legit as far as the people that are behind it are not like some sort of scam artists. Right. That's which, my understanding. Which is common these days. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be really careful when you donate to these things. And so they're up to $9.879 million. So almost $9.9 million of their $10 million goal. So they, within the next 24 hours, are likely going to hit uh, their $10 million goal, which is absolutely incredible. Yeah. I just, I am just really hopeful that this money gets spent wisely, yeah. spent uh, honestly, uh, and that some of these truckers we were talking about porta potties, fuel, food. Uh, hopefully, th- this money is actually because that could feed a lot of people. That could one that could, of the videos that I was looking at earlier uh, during one of the breaks of the show did mention free food is being given out. Good, good. So, well, uh, and I did, I did hear something about them going to homeless shelters, and that was. Uh, being called out as uh, bad behavior, uh, be at, be at extremely bad behavior, and I heard about the defecating on well, top of a what car were they too. Supposedly doing at the homeless shelter, eating the food. Hmm. So that would probably not be a good good habit to get into. Uh, honest truckers going to these establishments, but I mean, but I once was, again, who was you know? How do we know those weren't agents? How do we exactly. know that those how, weren't how do, the leftists? Dressing? How do we know the guy not, uh, pooping on the truck wasn't a, uh, right. a, a, a an agent, an agent yeah. provocateur? So I mean, it's it's quite possible. Where's the video of that? And did somebody con- confront that person? Yeah, if that happened, yeah, there is video. If people, if there's pee. If people were peeing on the side of the road, mm-hmm. and there would be yellow snow, you could sure. take a picture of that and you can share it. And I haven't seen that picture. No, somebody else said that the, uh, the streets are immaculate today. In the video that I was watching from today, That's, they said... Yeah, usually when it comes to a certain type of activist... Mm-hmm. They pick uh, up the, after the, themselves. Yeah, the ones who work for a living, mm-hmm. the ones who usually can't go to these events because they're at work... Right. Uh, they're the type that clean up after themselves. Yeah. You look at some of these uh, these millennial type activists. Uh, uh, if they're not leaving all of their signs, all of their their used, spent uh, food and and right. uh, packaging and whatnot, uh, they're if they're not doing that, they're actually burning things down. They're actually throwing bricks through windows. This is the night and day type of activism, yeah. and, it, and it's just so mind boggling. That the left is coming out, the mainstream media is coming out in force against these people, labeling them uh, anti-government, racist, yeah. Nazis. They're doing everything they can. Violent. The, the violence in the street. And it's like, Not one no, single arrest. Not No. The cops, it, I wouldn't be surprised if there was actually cops amongst these guys. There are police no, uh, I mean, not, I mean, not agents, but actually activist cops who were... I, there was one lady who was out talking... Out of their uniform, you mean? Yes, when exactly. Their, on their own uh, and, and are even standing up in uniform and say, hey, look... Uh, mm-hmm. You guys are good to go. I, I'm, I'm, I'm all about it. I like what you're doing. Keep it up. Yeah. 
And and there was one there was one Canadian who actually a cop who actually uh, 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 came out and and spoke in favor of this. Uh, so yeah, these are workers. These are people who clean up after themselves, right. and uh, and and they try to solve these problems nonviolently. That's right. This is their solution. This is it. Well, this is where it's at, and it, it it typically, universally, historically doesn't really work, except maybe in election years, and it works really, really slow, and it's just little tidbits. It's it's just mm-hmm. little scraps off the table. I I don't think this is going to help anything. I'm also I I want to be optimistic. I love what I'm seeing. I love the energy. I love what's happened. I think it's amazing. It's definitely historic. There's yeah. never been anything like this in our lifetimes that uh, that have occurred. Uh, I mean, it's uh, it's you know cinematic, right? Like there was a convoy. There was a movie about. There's gonna be yeah. oh, there's gonna be a documentary uh, for sure. And but I mean, but I mean, the video. There's a ton of video, so the, it'd be easy to cut. My that my opinion, and I hate to say it, but. Uh, it's not going to get done. It's not going to happen. No. Because they're not violent enough. Sadly, well, sadly, you look at Black Lives Matter, you look at uh, the, these college kids wanting their debts paid. They didn't get anything done paid. either. They burned buildings down and they didn't get anything done, Conan. Okay. So violence isn't the solution. Violence isn't going to, to solve the problem. I think that it did a lot. I think you what got. Did it I, do? I, I think politicians are, are are sucking up to them. But it didn't do anything. They didn't change anything. Yeah, they sucked up to them in the same way that. Remember the Tea Party? From a decade ago, remember oh, yeah. Occupy? Oh yeah, there's you know the left and the right things of literally a decade. Oh yeah, you a, mean when their left and right were in the same room and they were actually holding signs with each other? No, no, that didn't happen. At Occupy, it did well. Liber- Not really. Libertarian types and, and left. Libertarians went to both, but what happened was at the Occupy, the Democrat politicians came out, started holding signs Wasn't and walking Bernie in there? front of parades. Of course he was. And then at uh, at the Tea Party, the Republicans started coming out and saying, oh, "I'm a Ron Paul Republican," and you know, started holding signs with the Tea Party, so oh, acting like they'd been there the whole time. Yeah. And they co-opted the movements. And the same thing happened with Black Lives Matter. They got co-opted by the politicians. So we got more coming up. You can share your thoughts. Hour three is next. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live. Phones are open here. Kicking off the third hour of the program. You can join us and take control of the airwaves. The number is 603-283-6160. And by that, I mean you can bring up anything you want. We'll talk to you about it. Of course, we bring in things to talk about, too. Uh, Coming up, we're going to get into, actually right now, we're going to get into the latest from Australia. It has been absolutely insane uh, in Australia, how far they have gone with the COVID crackdowns, with the mandates, with the vaccine passports, with uh, locking people away mm-hmm. in quarantine camps, building more quarantine camps that are brand new. They were using like old sort of repurposed work camps from private industry that had still existed. And since the, you know, since the money was available, they went ahead and started building government camps from scratch. And they're doing the same thing, by the way, in China. I think they're in the case of, uh, I think they're repurposing. Like one is a repurposed mining camp. That's correct. That's the uh, hot, not hot springs, but something springs. 
Uh, that's that's what I'm saying. They they were repurposing, but they're also building brand new camps. Brand new. And that's what they're doing doing in China as well, where they're locking people away. And they, you know, if they want, they'll put you in there for two weeks. If you're a good little boy or girl, maybe they'll let you out. But if you're not, then they'll just keep you in there as long as they yep. damn well yep. please. And put a strike on your credit score mm-hmm. as well. So what's the latest? Well, here's the story from the West Australian at perthnow.com.au. Frontline staff policing Australia's broadest proof of vaccination laws will be backed by tough new penalties that could see anyone who, quote, threatens, intimidates, or is even just offensive to that person when asked for proof of vaccination, jailed, or fined. So I could see why, like, you know, threats are unacceptable. But even if you just simply offend the person who's asking you for the vaccine paperwork, the new rules came into effect Monday. Bar anyone who is not double-dose vaccinated against COVID-19 from a raft of hospitality and entertainment venues, gyms, hospitals, schools, and bottle shops. And I guess that's uh, their term for a bar. Bottle shops. Bottle shops. That's odd. The new rules apply to people aged over 16 who do not have a medical exemption. Businesses will be expected to police the new rules themselves, leading to fears of conflict between staff and unvaccinated customers that are refused entry or service. Yeah, I kind of I, I like I like it when they they run it this this way, um, because the a lot of these establishments, uh, the big the big monster ones might enforce it. They might actually hire someone to stand at the door mm-hmm. and to walk around making sure that people have their papers, please. Uh, but little little mom and pop stores. These where I shop at, uh, they're not going to enforce this. Well, they're being required to. They are, but they're not going to because they want to. They want to sell their product, and they don't want to sure. have conflict or start drama with their customer. Walmart might do it, but mom and pop, they're going to be like, yeah, you know what? Uh, just just come on in, just come in and just do what you do. You think because they want the business. They do. I get what you're saying, Conan, but this is an incredibly obedient population we're talking about. Yeah, here. we're talking it, about Australia. Yeah prison colony (laughs) yeah i mean these people have been beaten down and very few of them are willing to stand up now it doesn't say what the punishment is it doesn't say fine and or jail and or i mean or strike on their credit score and by the way this all happened when paul hogan left crocodile dundee man that ruined everything it ruined everything he moved to he moved to the states yeah he's been in los angeles yeah um but according to the story here, it's they're talking. So even though they're saying businesses are expected to police the new rules themselves, they're not saying what the penalty is if they don't. But you better believe there is one. But they're talking about the penalty for those who confront the staff. So the reason why they're promoting this is to give the business owners the the courage. So oh, well, if anybody messes with you, just call the you know call the police, right. and they'll arrest them. Yeah, uh, right. That, that, look how well that's working in Keene. Uh, new article in the uh, in the Sentinel today. Oh, they have not arrested and or fined anybody. Excellent. E- e- Excellent. During this entire month that this nonsense has been reintroduced, have they given any of the warnings out? They have a they have a a, 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 a memo uh-huh. that talks about why you should do it and da 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 da. They hand it to you, and that's it. That's what the police are doing. That's what they're doing. They go there with a memo. Here's your here's your warning, or not your warning, but this is just how you this is how you should act in public. Are in this establishment, and that's it. But how no, many times have they given that out? I, that's that question. They don't I, I, I don't. That. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. But I know that no one's been arrested, and there have been no fines. Well, I'll tell you this, uh, Conan. I saw a police officer, a high-ranking officer, 
in the, in the, the store in the in the, in the, bo- in the bottle shop. No, <laughs> saw him at the grocery store, and I'm not going to say who it was because uh, you know I want to protect him because the media has been rabid against uh, Jason Short, who's a police lieutenant yeah. who came out and actually spoke out against the mandate. He said he's not going to enforce it. He's I'm just playing. I'm not going to enforce yeah. this nonsense. And and so I, I spoke with someone who's even higher ranking than him. Now that narrows it down because there are only like three people who are higher ranking than him. And the officer I spoke with. I said, hey, what do you think about what happened to old Jason Short? And he didn't even really know what that situation was about. Was in the paper. I know. It just goes to show there's not really any meaningful, like... Well, he just doesn't even care. ...awareness, right? Like, that, yeah, it doesn't matter to him, really. And so I kind of explained, gave him a little briefing on, on what had happened. Yeah. And he said, there's no one in the Keene police that wants to enforce this. this it's uh, ridiculous. This and, that, and, that's why, and that's why I'm happy that this yeah. the, the Australia is handling it basically the same way. They're gonna, yeah, but they're, their they're, cops they're, are going around cracking down on uh, people. But, they, but they're, they're, they're actually saying in this article that they're leaving it up to the stores, the establishments, yeah, as, to, to take as care of... being threatened be, by be, the police. Because they know if they have to send a police to every single uh, 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 violation... They they don't have the numbers. It's they just don't, don't have it. But you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, the police are actually beating people. They're arresting up. you. In They're actually hitting people. Australia. They're actually setting the dogs loose on and violators. If if you confront the staff, so if you walk into you know the gym or the bottle any shop, indoor entertainment venue, a hospital, and you don't show proof of vaccination and you say something about it. You give them a little bit yeah, of lip, a little smarmy. Then they call the police, and then you could be arrested, facing up to a year in jail or a fine of up to fifty thousand Australian God dollars. Almighty. The Shop and Distributive and Allied Employees Association State Secretary Peter O'Keefe said the penalties were quote a significant deterrent for anyone likely to go after a shop assistant for simply doing their job. He said further, if people break these rules and a couple of them are prosecuted, that would send a message far and wide. It's an important protection that was needed because we have seen the public can can be quite badly behaved, particularly in liquor stores, at the best of times. Yeah, sorry. The people enforcing this, the cops, are the badly behaved. Absolutely. Sorry. uh, The rest of them, the ones that are getting beat down with batons, uh, they are uh, trying to be free, trying to live their lives freely uh, and uh, peacefully. Not the cops. Bad behavior. Earlier this month, Mark McGowan had urged people to not be, quote, drop kicks, unquote, by giving venue staff a hard time when asked to show proof of their COVID-19 vaccination. In a social media post, the premier said the aim of the vaccination proof was to ensure everyone stayed safe during the pandemic. Quote, if you're asked to show your proof of vaccination, don't be a dropkick, he wrote. He said further, there is never an excuse to be rude to staff. Not now, not ever. It's not the Western Australian way. Requiring proof of vaccination for higher risk venues means that everyone in attendance is safer. It's already been rolled out in some other states and there's no reason Western Australia can't do it too. Sorry, Premier. Uh, you put these you put these associates in a bad situation. You force them into a corner. Uh, it is your uh, uh, dictates that have had put them in a bad situation. It's not the it's not the guys who are just trying to shop and, at the bottle shop and get their get their drinks. It's your problem. But now people are going to get arrested 
And it's going to be a he well, said, she said thing, right? Maybe, maybe this needs to happen. Maybe this needs to be the kick in the pants, the drop kick that the Aussies need uh, to wake know. them up out of this nonsense. I maybe, mean, they, much, maybe they need more baton hits to I the head so. to, to, to wake up. It's already really bad there. So, I mean, this is just another step towards I'm, total I'm sta- tyranny. I'm, sta- I'm starting to lose sympathy for you guys. Yeah. I mean, two years of this. When are you going to stand up? Uh, supposedly the Australian truckers are doing something. Again, I don't know how that's panning they need out. To, they need to stop delivering the food. That'll wake people That'll up. change it. 603-283-6160. It's Free Talk Live. Live, the number 603 283 6160. You can bring up anything you want and take control of the airwaves 603 283 6160. In Australia, you don't have the freedom of speech. Australia does not have a constitution, a bill of rights, they don't have guns. They don't have that. Well, it's easy to take those away if yeah. they don't have any kind of rights. Well, I mean, that's, and that's really, I don't know, that's a key factor mm-hmm. in retaining your ability to talk freely. Yeah, a lot of people uh, make that argument here in the U.S., and I think there's a strong argument for it. We can continue with what's going on over in uh, Western Australia. You can bring up whatever's on your mind as well, and then we can go a little closer to home with the uh, the latest from Boston, one of the cities where they do have vaccine passports they do have mandates how's the restaurant industry doing there in boston we can tell you about that Uh, again the number 603-283-6160 but free talk live is brought to you by bitcoin.com so if you're interested in learning about cryptocurrency and by the way the governments of the world hate oh yeah they do with the exception of the el salvadoran one and they hate ian they sure do. And the, and the rest of the Crypto 5. The Crypto 6. Well, the other 5. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, but uh, anyway, go to Bitcoin.com. Learn about this technology. It's amazing. There is a bit of a learning curve, but it's not really that complicated to understand the basics. It gets complicated the dig, you know, the further down you dig. Like if you want to learn about how it, the programming or the math or something works. I don't know how that works. But I know that it works well. And I know that it works to allow people to transfer value from one person to another within relatively instantaneously. And that it's been working for more than a decade now. And it's absolutely incredible technology you need to learn about. Go to Bitcoin.com. Click Get Started at the top of the page over at Bitcoin.com. And if you want to get the latest news headlines, they've got those for you there, too, at news.bitcoin.com, updated every single day. That's news.bitcoin.com. So we were talking about the new law that is uh, apparently in effect. It started on Monday Hmm. in Western Australia, where if you say something offensive to a staff member at a restaurant or a gym or indoor entertainment facility of some sort, if they come up to you and say, Sir, excuse me, I would like to see your vaccination passport. Screw off. And yeah, Screw off. And you say, no, I don't like you. Stop asking me those things. Leave me alone. You're a dropkick. Yeah. Or whatever that is. Yeah. I wonder what that means. Some sort well, of Australian I, slang. Well, I, a dropkick is where you take your, your football yeah. and you hold it up and you drop it and you kick it. Right, but it's being used to apply to a human here, so like I don't know what that means. Some kind of an insult. It, it is apparently an insult. So yeah, if you insult well, this I, person, I guess, I guess you wouldn't want you would not want to be the football getting kicked 
being okay. being dropped and then kicked. So if you're a drop kick, I guess you are the the heel. Maybe of the of the of the com- I, who knows. There's probably Ozzy's Urban Dictionary. Are, are Ozzy's even allowed to listen to this program? Pull up Urban Dictionary and look it up. Absolutely. Uh, because you don't have the freedom of speech. And you never did in Australia, not just Western Australia, but the entirety of Australia. New Zealand is also like this, where they have no Bill of Rights, they have no uh, Constitution. The government can basically just do whatever it is that they want to do. I mean, that's essentially what happens here in the United States, too. But they still have to pay lip service to freedom of speech. Like, we're still able to, to be critical of the federal government here in uh, in the United States. If you want to tell somebody to, to uh, you know, flip off at a private business, they can tell you to leave, but they can't have you arrested for what you say to them. This is the world we live in, the woke, don't hurt yeah. my feelings, let me let me be safe in my safe space uh, moment. Yeah. By the way, a dropkick refers to someone who isn't very smart mm. and hasn't made it very far in life. A dropkick usually doesn't go to school anymore, so, dun- <laughs> so a dunce. Gotcha. Uh, and I got a lot of upvotes, so I'm, I'm assuming that that is the correct uh, definition. Got to love Urban Dictionary. I love it. It's massively uh, informative it, website. And entertaining yeah. a lot of the times. Yeah, it really is. Uh, so, I mean, that's really all that's worth pointing out here. I'm sure there's been some more terrible news from Australia. Honestly, I have not been following the COVID news very closely over recent weeks. There's been so many other exciting things going on, like the, the truckers. Uh, the convoy in uh, Ottawa and so on, but there's you know I've seen I've seen a few things here worth mentioning, and there is one story out of Boston that I do want to get into. But first, we're going to go to Richard. He's calling us from New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Conan. Go ahead, Richard. Yes, I'd like to comment on Whoopi Goldberg claiming the Holocaust didn't involve race, and if not. Why then were all the Jews killed during World War II? And if Whoopi isn't removed from the show, she is all she is on. People should quit watching that show, and they shouldn't. They should boycott all of endorsements if Whoopi has any. Because have you heard Don about this Conan? This Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah. Hang on, Richard. I just want to see, like, because I heard something, but I didn't look closely. Oh yeah, at this it. is this is uh, this is the 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 drama that gets eaten up uh, the easiest. It's easy to understand. It's a it's a celebrity saying something stupid, and of course, everyone's uh, making making a big fuss about it. Uh, and and actually, to think about the the fact that she says that uh, race wasn't uh, an an indicator of their their uh, the Jewish um, annihilation uh, is a very is a, it's a, that that is very interesting, especially coming from someone in Hollywood, someone who is uh, probably rubbing shoulders with a lot of uh, mm-hmm. Jews, uh, and uh, that, for the, for her to come out and say, of course, this is the one who was with Ted Danson who did blackface. So I mean, maybe she or maybe she maybe she's an anti-Semite. Who knows? But I mean, for her to come out and and make these claims is very interesting. Well, according to the story at CNN during a roundtable discussion, Goldberg said she was surprised at nudity in a, uh, I guess it was a graphic novel depicting the horrors of the Holocaust. Uh, She was surprised at the nudity and not the Holocaust itself is what appeared to concern the school board. While co-host Joy Behar replied the nudity concerns were... Likely, quote, a canard to throw you off from the fact that they don't like that history makes white people look bad. 
Goldberg then said, quote, well, this is white people doing it to white people. So y'all going to fight amongst yourselves, yeah. she said. And that's, yeah, I think she went on to say something to the effect that the Ku Klux Klan was down the street uh, and I was standing next to a Jew. Uh, there was no way in hell they were coming after him or her. They were going to get me first. Something mm-hmm. to that effect. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, the, the the idea that uh, uh, she would come out and uh, make these claims is, I think, very telling. Uh, that she really doesn't know what's going on. She's lost. She's lost the 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 picture. Definitely. Uh, thanks for bringing this up tonight, Richard. Definitely appreciate hearing from you, and uh, thanks for the call. The number six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. She's now since apologized uh, for the comments because Jews are a race. Yeah, well, but a lot of them are. <laughs> a lot of people are Jewish or have some Jew in them in this country, and so it is. You know. Yeah, don't, don't you have like a fingernail or something worth of? I like, I'm ten percent or eleven yeah, I mean, percent. I, I wouldn't know. Um, but 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 for her to make that claim though is exactly what the black community or act, black activists have been complaining about forever is that all Chinese look the same or all blacks look the mm-hmm. same. She just said the same thing. She's like all white people look the same to me. It's exactly what she just said. Yeah, and if somebody said something like that about blacks on yeah, the she'd year, be all over it. She would be, be all fired. over it. She's a hypocrite. Uh, there's more coming up here in moments. You can join us, but also Hitler killed more than just Jews oh, as yeah. well. It's free talk live. Free Talk Live phones open here if you want to join us. All you got to do is dial in at 603-283-6160. At 603-283-6160. In the studio tonight, it's Ian and Conan. Don't forget, you can join us online anytime you want. Head over to freetalklive.com and you can uh, join the Matrix chat server. It is a self-hosted more decentralized option. I mean, it's still a centralized server, but they're federated. So you can reach our server from other Matrix servers and vice versa. Uh, and it's pr- it's pretty cool. It's free. It's encrypted if you want it to be. You can actually create your own chat rooms on this server. There's already dozens of rooms created by the show and listeners of the show. But also, if you just want to spin one up for whatever purposes you want, private, public, encrypted, unencrypted, it's up to you. Over at chat.freetalklive.com. That'll take you to a step-by-step set of instructions on how to join the Free Talk Live Matrix chat over at chat.freetalklive.com. We've been talking about the uh, the latest bad news from Australia, and that is that in Western Australia, it is now illegal with a potential of up to a year in jail. Mm. And $50,000 in fines simply for, quote, being offensive to people asking for your vaccines. Let me see your papers. For hurting their feelings, yes. essentially. Yeah. If they feel threatened, intimidated, or offended, they can call the police. And I don't know. Is it going to be he said, she said, or are we going to have to have some evidence here? Or is it going to go straight to batons? Well, what I mean is, like, when yeah, they exactly. when they call the police on you, you know... Do they have to actually show some proof that you were quote unquote offensive, or do they just get to say he offended me and arrest that man? I'm assuming that. 
It could very well be that bad. I mean, this is terrible. This whole situation uh, over there. And as you pointed out earlier, Get, Conan, by the way, guilty before being proven innocent. Yeah, and as you pointed out earlier, while this this happening while in other places that aren't that different, like the UK, they're rolling back yeah, regulations. A lot of these are northern countries which are experiencing their cold right. flu season. Yeah, it's whereas, summertime. There. Whereas, yeah, no, it's it's this is the most ridiculous part yeah. about this. It's not even the flu season there. No, it's crazy. Let's continue, though. Uh, you've got a story as well. We'll get into it. But first, we got Major Payne on the line in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Yeah, there's a new little ditty going on about this uh, truck convoy business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Evidently, there's about uh, a 1,000 rigs or so somewhere up in the Montana territory. I don't know if it's this side of the border or that side of the border that have blocked off the border. Hmm. And they're still letting emergency vehicles and school buses and whatnot do. It's a it's a border town. Okay. But uh, they called the Mounties in on so I guess it's that side of the border. Seeing as how that side of speculation has been handled. But uh, anyway, these these guys have uh, gotten a legal fund together and they've gotten a couple three lawyers and they're they're fighting a good fight. So now, what is the goal? Good. Why are they blocking the border? Well, just to gain the respect and um, intimidate the powers that be. I don't know. Hmm. They're trying to make everybody get vaccinated. I'm not going to let you frog stick me. Yeah, and the, the question, and I don't the question is, boys for standing their ground either. When the food stops reaching the, the restaurants and the supermarkets and whatnot, because that's what that's, this is when revolution really is going to take place. It's when you haven't eaten for three days. That's when it's going to happen. And that's essentially what they're mm-hmm. doing. I mean, it's one thing not to get your your gadget from China, but when you yeah. can't get food from from your store, from You're your supermarket. This, so this is this is what's going to take place with these types of blockades. The food's not going to get yeah, there. I, I, I'm, I'm older than you guys, and I remember seeing pictures of the old Soviet bloc, and there'd be like, three pyramids of canned goods in the window of the store and you go in this store and that was all there was was that tuna yeah. and beans and turnips it's like that it was, now you know? to some extent here i was at uh, yeah. every every week at the grocery store bonnie and i kind of assess what the the status is we were looking at a, a shelf of uh, shelves of drinks like refrigerated drinks and like the you know those uh, juices the, the you know the high expensive three dollar a bottle kind of juices yeah, they, yeah. they had I'm one a hard row time finding them too they had one row of them so it looked like it was stocked yeah that's how but there do. was literally nothing yep. else behind them yeah but that's an old trick all stores do that and some and we and stores do run out of items sometimes sure but it's happening a lot now conan it's not like oh this it's always been that way it's usually that section is very well stocked not anymore i am glad that these truckers are doing what they're doing because it's going to it's going to start conversation which it is this whole week this is all that's been talked about by some groups and some some groups are are hailing them and some are demonizing them right but here's what i fear is going to happen when the food doesn't get to this to the stores this is who are the who are the customers going to be angry with? Are they going to be angry at the truckers? Are they going to be angry at the governments who 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 created these sanctions? This is exactly what happens when when you prevent when you blo- uh, blockade countries and prevent mm-hmm. food from getting in uh, to other countries because we don't like their dictators. The the people aren't well, it, mad at their dictators; they're mad at 
are they're mad at us. I mean, the whole point of sanctions is to is to oust, to rouse these these crazy people. But the people are never mad at the, at them. They're mad at the people who are causing the problem, which well, is the, get, which, which in this case would be the truckers. Or they'll get mad at the clerks, the poor clerks that are just trying to sh- you know stock the shelves. They're the ones that have to deal with these customers. Yeah. I, well, yeah, it's what it, it's way deeper than that. I called in on Sunday and I talked to the captain mm-hmm. and, uh, on 2020, when, uh, this, this, this whole thing first started, our Gretchen, the great grand home here couldn't, wouldn't let us buy garden seeds. And oh yeah. I remember that. Those, I remember the that. Farm they, outlets. they did the same thing and here at Walmart. They put, and, they put tape all over. They, they wrapped them in plastic. That so was you couldn't get Vermont. To that was Vermont. That didn't happen here. Well, especially the uh, the heritage seeds, they 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 wanted to sling the GMOs, but uh, yeah, you could buy petunias and pansies and snapdragons, you know. But uh, well, the thing is, is that half, of, the, half of those seeds, half of those seeds in those on those racks aren't even heritage, anyways. They're all hybrid. Well, I know, I know, but I keep an eye out for such things. Yeah, but Thank- they put a special kibosh on those. Thanks, Major Payne, for the call tonight. I appreciate it. Uh, the number, if you want to join us, six zero three two eight three sixty one sixty. So, according to the Boston Restaurant Trade Group, the story from BusinessInsider dot com, Boston restaurants are losing up to fifteen thousand dollars per week due to the city's vaccine mandate. It's horrible. Are, but are, I go back to it. Are they going to be mad at the at the right uh, people? Are they going to be mad at the governments? Are they going to be mad at the people who aren't shopping there anymore? Are the they new, are they going to make the right decision? The new requirement to show proof of vaccination against COVID nineteen took effect January fifteenth, so it's only been two weeks. Uh, but quote the damage that has already occurred statewide in the restaurant industry in relation to the COVID nineteen pandemic cannot be undone. But the future of our restaurants, small businesses, and employment are reliant on the choices our leaders make today. Well, stop considering them your leaders. leaders. First, yeah, just remove that from your vocabulary. They're not they're leading criminals. anything. They're they're leading you down a dark a dark pit. He said this uh, in the Boston Herald. The MRA, which is the Massachusetts Restaurant Association, is a statewide association that uh, provides access, influence, protection to restaurant professionals. It also su- provides support to the hospitality industry in City Hall. So they're a lobbyist group. Yeah. Uh, they're a union. They're kind of a yeah a business union. The official rules mean businesses are now required to ask patrons for proof of vaccination in response to Omicron. Uh, there have been numerous protests over the new rules. In a letter addressed to the mayor, the MRA wrote, quote, We ask that you reevaluate the vaccine mandate given the rapidly improving conditions in Boston and provide the roadmap forward so that the most beleaguered industry and the most affected city in the state can make a plan towards recovery. Stop asking for permission. And start doing it. Just do it. This is a, look at, this is a, this is a large establishment. They're Mm-hmm. They They're are big. representing all of the restaurants and all the food people. They have they have so much more power than they realize. Yep. Just all doing is say no. Just stop asking permission from these idiots. You could do it. I mean, it's so easy. Just that's all it takes. Just send, just send an email to all your restaurants. We are not going to take it any longer. Right. If you want to reopen, if you want freedom, just seize it and do it. That's what the truckers are showing people. Exactly. But are they paying attention? Do they have the, the tru- uh, cojones? The truckers got balls is what it That's is. That's what I'm saying, yeah. The 603-283-6160 is the number. You can join us here and share your thoughts on the radio. This is Free Talk Live. Free 
Talk Live phones open. You can join us. The number is 603-283-6160. That's 603-283-6160. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Cody. Uh, you can join us online, by the way. And we do have feeds, RSS feeds for podcasts. If you've got a podcast client you want to subscribe to Free Talk Live, get over to feeds.freetalklive.com. You'll find the links that you need there. Uh, there's a link to our full podcast, which has all of the episodes of the show and the Daily Digest. There's also Daily Digest only and full episodes only versions. All of them are available over at Feeds dot freetalklive.com that makes it so you can easily receive every episode that comes out you don't even have to think about it it's right there in your podcatcher or whatever you happen to use for that so head over to feeds.freetalklive.com conan you've got a story about the other side of the vaccination passport situation the black, the black market the fact that people don't want to get these vaccines but Ab- they still want to go out to eat and go out to the gym and Absolutely. do stuff so Absolutely. they're faced with a tough choice to make yeah this just just sent in this is from yesterday my boss sent this in hmm. Uh, she's always she's always mad at me that I don't talk about articles that she sends me. Okay, hey, Lori, Lori, <laughs> if you want to talk about anything, the Phones name of the, the name of the program is Free Talk mm-hmm. Live. I know you know the number. Yeah, but uh, thank you for sending me this because I this because this has uh, this has opened my eyes to one problem that uh, I don't think is being really highlighted enough. Two nurses on New York's Long Island allegedly forged COVID-19 vaccination cards Hmm. and entered the false shots in the state's database in a scheme that ranked in over $1.5 million, according to prosecutors. Julia DeVuana, 49, the owner of the operator of the Wild Child Pediatric Healthcare in Amityville, and her employee, Marissa Uaro, Uaro, 44, were arrested Thursday the Suffolk County District Attorney's Office said Friday in a news release. Wow. B- both women were charged with one count of second-degree forgery. Du, du- Vuana was also charged with first-degree offering a false or offering a false instrument for filing, according to the release. Now, the they charged. I'm skipping down a little bit. They were charging two hundred and twenty dollars per adult hmm. and eighty-five dollars per child. Now, I did the math, and I just I just counted adults at uh, two twenty a pop, one point right. five million dollars, two twenty a pop. That's four thousand five hundred fake vaccine cards. Not bad. That these people were not only are they making money off of black market style, which mm-hmm. is the way that this is this is how it works. Hello, USSR. Um, four thousand five hundred fake uh, vaccines that were counted in the in the database. So, so, all right, they just caught two people. How many other nurses, how many other healthcare practitioners are doing the exact same thing mm-hmm. and entering the data? What are the numbers that they're spewing to us that we're, that we're seeing in little ticker tape down at the bottom? So and so, such and such percentage of the state or are the vaccinated. city have been vaccinated. Is that number real? Yeah. How fake is it? I mean, we can presume it's not fully accurate, but how inaccurate is it? We have no clue. Yeah. I've always had a real. A real serious problem with the case the case count mm-hmm. because you have hypochondriacs sure. that are getting tested every damn week right are they counted as one case or, or is every time yeah. 
they get K, they get they get uh, they send in their information. Are they is, are they counting all ten cases? Right. Well, I mean that which, aside, which, which I know they are. And then there's of course the fact that these te- you know tests are highly inaccurate that they've been doing. So I mean we, I don't even know. There's I, just I, no way the, to know. The PCR test is right. an absolute crap. Right. It's a drop. It's a drop kick. So yeah, so there's no way to really know what the reality of this the, is. The World Health Organization has already come out and says no, don't you can't use the PCR test. It doesn't. It's not. It's false positives. Too many. Yeah, yeah. It might prove that you have it, uh, but not. Uh, it's not. But it doesn't count the viral load. Now, what I want to know about so what? But my question is, they're, they're using something else. What like these tests they send that I, that I've been delivering for the past mm-hmm. month? The instant test or whatever. I don't know how they work. I don't know what they are. Like some Good kind question. of a, some kind of an antigen test. Who knows if they're even reliable? Yeah. Who knows. Um, what I'm wondering in this case is, can they identify after the fact, like, are there initials or there, is their name on who they have approved into the system? Can the investigators go in and undo all of the people that have gotten the fake vaccine probably not passports or is it just in the system they don't know who put them in there and so you can't undo what's already been done uh if you're a nurse uh if you've actually administered these shots Mm -hmm. and you actually what what do you do with the data are you just handing it to your to your uh bureaucratic administer and he's doing something with it are the names attached to the shots i don't think so i mean you got these you got people who are in drive-throughs they're getting they're they're driving through a damn uh shot a little uh setup shop mm-hmm. where they you're just sticking your arm out the window and you're getting a shot which by the way anyone who would do something like that you just there's something wrong with you you're just as crazy as a, as the teacher who was locking her kid in the trunk when he found out she had he had covid it, it's, you're in crazy town. Yep. Do you some 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 pimple faced knucklehead with a with a syringe? Well, well, you don't know what's in that. <laughs> you know, you really don't. So yeah, I would. I, I'm I'm not I'm not sure. And you know what? I think everyone's doing it differently. I think they all have a different scheme. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any accountability at all. I think there's just numbers getting thrown around. And uh, and I, I, and these four thousand five hundred wrong cases, yeah. I, they're never going to be removed from the books. They're going to stay right where I they're at, so. and they're going to well, they're going to stay a part of the wrong information. Because mm-hmm. because when you see that oh, sixty percent of New York is vaccinated, uh, you know what? I, I, I you know that's that's convinced me. Yeah. I think I'm going to go to vaccinated. But if you only see twenty percent are vaccinated, you'd be like, well, why why not everyone else? What's wrong? Why are you so hesitant? Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm going to be hesitant too. Right. Maybe I feel maybe you maybe I'm going to because you know. Crowd, crowd mentality. Crowd mentality. That's true. Uh, I think this is interesting. And you said it was an undercover agent who revealed this. That's how they got caught. It was the police department. One of these police departments. And they, and they, yeah, they, they sent in an undercover agent uh, to get a fake vaccine. And that was the, that was the end of the day. That was it. That's too bad. I wonder if they got a tip or if they're just regularly doing sting operations. It's got to be a tip. It's got to be a tip. So well, I mean, how well? How are they advertising? Mm-hmm. Is it just word of mouth? See, I mean, it's gonna, it's gonna, Probably. it's gonna, it's, yeah. Well, it's gonna come Somebody's around. Someone is something. someone who is in the in the know is going to find out. Damn. Four thousand five hundred people. You can't keep a secret. You can't keep a secret. Nope. With three people. Yeah, that's true. That's um, true. So it was just, it was just, it was, and this is not the first time this has happened. They've they've been catching people selling. No, yeah, you're right. Our empty cards are are even filled out cards they some on state eBay. Troopers. And, there were state troopers over in Vermont that oh, got that busted makes, for that it. That makes nothing but sense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, 
but, but, this, but, but this is this is the black market, and this is how it works. Even right. the gray market, you you lawmakers, you nannies, you Karens, you can't stop these things. You can't no. stop drugs. You can't stop illegalities. People are going to find a way around it. They caught two people. How many other hundreds or even thousands of people are still doing this That's under the ta- under the table? Because people don't want this thing. They don't want the jab. Yeah. And unfortunately, this is the way it goes when people aren't willing to do what we were talking about before, like, you know, stand up. Yeah, they're playing ball. Refuse to obey. This is what they do is they pretend like they're doing what they're told, but the reality is they're actually not. And they're actually putting themselves at an even greater risk because, you know, you'll get a felony. These women are charged with felonies for this fraud. What happens to the people? What happens to the customers if they get if they get caught? Whereas, well, they, yeah, there's probably felony charges for them, too. Exactly. For, take, for taking fraudulent for taking documents a, or whatever. Exactly. But if you just refuse to obey, they're not hitting people with felonies for that yet, at least in the United States that I have heard of. You might get a uh, misdemeanor trespass charge if you hang around, right? Like if you go into a, a grocery store or wherever, you know, gym or whatever, and you say, I'm not showing you my vaccine passport in New York City, they're going to tell you to leave. Yep. And if you don't leave, you're trespassing. You will get a trespass. Yeah, but that's it. Not a felony. And that's a misdemeanor in that case. And you should just leave because they don't want your business, and you shouldn't give them your business. Exactly. That's you know. I don't know if you've seen any of these New York videos out of these restaurants where protesters are going in and getting arrested. They're getting charged with trespass. Mm -hmm. They're not getting charged with you didn't get a vaccine passport. It's a trespass charge. So you're taking a much more dangerous route by getting the fake passport or by giving out the fake passports than you would be if you just simply stood up for yourself. So once again, if there are enough people willing to stand up, there's very little that they can do. We talked about this last night. It always comes down to numbers. That's why the truckers in Canada are winning. Or at least that's this, why they're not getting week, arrested. This week. Right. That's why they're not getting uh, you know, a total crackdown on what's happening to them, because they outnumber the police. Exactly. Exactly. And the people of New York City outnumber the police. I know there's a lot of cops in New York City, but the people outnumber them, too. But the real solution, of course, for those that actually value liberty, for those that understand freedom, is to get to New Hampshire and get active here, because we do have large numbers already of activists, and thousands more just gives us that much more strength and that much more community, and that much more ability to back each other up in situations like this. And that's why they didn't mess with us when we were doing the nightcaps, partying for weeks in Keene. Except one time when they came around and ticketed us uh, for parking overnight, and then they dropped the tickets when Live we challenged Live free or them. die, baby. <laughs> Live free or die. Yep. Uh, check out 101reasonsfilm.com to learn the 101 reasons you should move to New Hampshire. If you're a libertarian, if you're a voluntarist, liberty-loving anarchist, if you're not, then you don't belong here. We'll see you tomorrow night. Freetalklive.com.